everyone. I have missed you all so much. This is a very spontaneous, manic, and late night episode that I am recording right now. I just decided out of nowhere that I should record my next episode. This is more of a mini episode, just a message that I want to get across. Um, But first off, the Vaseline is on. I have all my black forces, my hair is slicked back, and y'all have every right to come jump me. I know y'all are outside of my window waiting with the pitchfork in the fire, and I'm going to let you guys into the front door and let you guys trample me. But at the same time, I want to touch on is the myth of inconsistency, especially when it comes to lifelong things such as rediscovering yourself and who you are and merely just existing in this thing we call life. So of course the initial thought that I got when I realized I haven't posted an episode in over a month is nobody will listen to me anymore. Oh my goodness, I am disappointing people by not posting on a set schedule and why am I such a screw up? One of my favorite um, mental health advisors, psychologists, is Dr. Nicole LaPera. She is also the holistic psychologist, super viral on Instagram all the time for her very helpful words of wisdom. Um, And this is not sponsored, but I highly recommend that you get her book, How to Do the Work. It is a great, great, great resource and jump off point for those who are looking to begin rediscovery those who are looking to heal childhood trauma, overall trauma, and just looking at their life through a different lens, getting rid of a victim mentality, I really recommend her book. I am about three-fourths of the way done with it, and I have really, really enjoyed it and gained so much wisdom from it. This is a very indirect quote, so please don't be at my jugular saying that she never said this. I read this from her one time and now I am merely just paraphrasing, excuse me, Um, but she essentially said that there's no such thing as falling off. A journey is infinite, which includes ebbing and flowing. And just because you are in a period of ebbing does not mean you won't ever flow again. It's a basic theory of impermanence. So it's freeing to know that nothing will last forever. That's what impermanence is, is knowing that nothing both quote good or bad will ever last um including emotions including situations and once you truly begin to believe that I promise you you'll think twice before morally judging yourself for doing what all human beings do I've been super into ceramics lately if you follow me on my Instagram which I always have tagged in the show notes Um, I have been shifting my focus away from Snapchat, not intentionally in my other creative avenues because I have really been loving ceramics. I'm a designer by day. Um, I do a lot of digital design. I don't really do any physical design, even though I do make print work. I do a lot of everything is on my computer. So I love being able to put my hands in clay, being able to just kind of take some time to myself. Ceramics has been a very meditative experience for me and I've really, really been enjoying creating and being able to use the things that I am making functionally within my house. It's almost like another form of design for me and it's also just another way of me expanding my artistic skills. Um, 
but I just want to say like I am shifting away from Snapchat just currently like I had said like it's ebb and flow there's times where I'm more invested in Snapchat and there's times where I'm more invested in other avenues of my life but that doesn't inherently make me a horrible person or and I quote a bad content creator for spending time with other parts of myself so the moral of the story is and I see I'm starting very early with the words of wisdom I don't care Give yourself space and opportunity to just be. Sometimes when you focus on other aspects of your life, they indirectly help you in other aspects you might be struggling in. And that's on what? Interconnectedness. Exactly. I say that in all my episodes that once you start to delve deeper into certain parts of yourself, I guarantee you that it's also connected to other parts of yourself, which can give you further insight on things that are going on with you things that are happening within your life, things that are happening with your hair, um, any aspect of your daily experience is connected to everything else in your life and what's around you. So now that my soapbox has been built, I done stood on it for about six, seven minutes without one of y'all sneaking me from the back. Let's get into today's episode. Okay, so the lesson that I wanted to get off of my mind and my heart and my subconscious and my psyche and every aspect of who I am is the hair blues. As you can tell by the title, we done all been there. And this dawned on me a while back when I had saw a tweet by Treasure. Hey, Treasure. Hi, boo. If you're listening, that's my girl, period, about how her mental health is dependent on the state of her hair. And I related to this on a much deeper level because I have the same sentiment and I know a lot of y'all do too. I done talked to some of y'all firsthand. I know we not leaving to get an onion, a pepper, a ground beef, a grocery, a Kroger, a Meyer, a Wawa, a nothing, unless something is on that head, unless the hair is done. Baby, I done been there. I done been there. You, we, I know your heart. I know. I know. But let's paint a picture. Okay. So you're going out with your friends or you're going on a date. First of all, period. We deserve to be wined and dined. Exactly. You have this really cute dress, new outfit, whatever makes you feel comfortable and confident. And you just know you are about to look good as hell. I'm talking boneless. Yeah. It like that. I can't even say it because that's how it is. You know, down to the socks and the panties, like you know exactly what you're putting on. I'm putting on this perfume. I'm putting on this, this uh bracelet, this necklace. I'm gonna wear my hair on this side, whatever. Then your brain immediately slams into reverse and reminds you that your hair isn't done. So there's no possible way that you trying on your outfit will look good because you know your hair ain't done because I done been there I've bought clothes I'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be so cute I can wear it to this event and then I'm like oh I can't get the full picture unless my hair is already done my hair appointment ain't till next week I'm scratching the back of my neck something's not right something doesn't sit right down in my soul and my psyche or my bowels I get it but look me in my virtual eyes right now and and you know you done been there. Making a distinction between your physical self and your worth image, your physical self 
worth and your image and hair nearly seems impossible at times, especially growing up in a world, y'all already know, black women are physically hyper fixated upon, black women are under a complete and utter microscope when it comes to any aspect. If I breathe, if I scratch my ass, if I wake up in the morning, if I blink, oh, it's going to be examined, it's going to be talked about, it's going to be a think piece, it's going to be the topic of discussion for at least the next 20 years, like Will Smith and Chris Rock. They're going to drag it on and on and on till the end of time. And something else that I want to make clear is that I don't have all the answers by any means on this podcast. I never do. I never want to claim that I do. I merely just use this platform in a lot of different ways. Um, Sometimes that's for a quick mini episode of just dropping some wisdom, some knowledge, some things that have been sitting on my mind for a while. And sometimes it's just to make jokes, to make people hear what I am saying, to bring further awareness to certain aspects. And it is sometimes to educate when it comes to developing a hair care regimen, developing um, self-confidence about your natural hair, how to rediscover yourself, etc. But this is a little six-week touch-up. And if you used to get them relaxers that just for me out the box, that dark and lovely out the box, no lie, baby, with the brush burning the back of that neck, then you get exactly what I'm talking about. I just want to rant a little bit. Just want to rant. Just want to vent a little bit. And it's late. So I'm halfway, not even in my right mind. And that's probably the best time for me to record my podcast. Y'all gonna have to let me know if y'all like when I'm a little bit more mellow or y'all like when I'm turned up screaming in the microphone and basically breaking y'all eardrums. Um, and don't get me started on when your friends are going out and you're the only one without your hair fried, dyed, and laid to the side. Please don't take me there. Cause we didn't, I, oh, that one burns a little bit. It burns like that, that just for me. All plans are canceled. They're terminated, suspended until the deposit is sent. Cash apt and confirmed. Venmoed and confirmed. Zelled down. And the appointment has been verified and booked. I've gotten the notification. It's been put into the calendar. I've set a reminder for a day before to get my hair. The hair has been prepped, dropped off. The frontal's been dropped off. Yeah. It's been bad, so bad some days where I'm like, I'm not even sure if I can step my size nines out this threshold of this door. To get the mail. To get the mail, it could be a check in there. It could be a package. Okay, if it's a package, I'm still, I'm going to run down there. I'm going to just run with, at the speed of light. You same boat. But if it's to get the mail, if it's to get something out my car and the hair is not done, I'm going to be honest with y'all. The bonnet slapped on, or quite frankly, because I have, and I'll touch on this a little bit in a minute. I have completely rewired my brain. I don't give a damn if you see me with my hair looking like a damn cotton ball. What the hell are you going to do? Seriously, what are you going to do? But I'm going to touch on that in a more appropriate way that's not as confrontational and chaotic as I just made it. So I shall remind you, yes, we live in a bigger world where vanity is overly present. But at the same time, we decide how we perceive the world around us and personalize it to ourselves releasing yourself and I always talk about releasing I cannot I cannot 
explain the importance of releasing things that no longer serve you. That can be ideologies, that can be people, that can be these niggas, etc. Releasing those things from your mind makes space for better things, for better people, for better thoughts. So releasing yourself from the expectations of others and beginning to rewrite and personalize the way that you see yourself and the world around you is one of the best things I ever did for myself. When I no longer allowed cultural and societal pressures to run my life about how I should act as a black woman, how I should look as a black woman, everything around me changed. And yes, that seems so simple. Like, girl, you wasn't already doing that? No. And I'm sure that you aren't too, because a lot of the things that we have been conditioned to know and believe as black people, as people, as a human race are very subconscious. So it takes a lot more than just realizing at the surface that there are things that you may or may not agree with. Um, And when I started realizing, like, I genuinely don't care if y'all see this taco meat. I didn't already done said that. Shout out to Miss Johnson, DeAsia. Hey, babe. The taco meat's going to show. The kitchen is going to be full of taco meat. It's Taco Tuesday. I'm not slicking that down. No more. No. Eagle Styler, she's in the bin. She's in the trash. She's not coming back. I'm not reviving her. Do not assess. No, we're not doing that. So you're going to see my taco meat. If that's with braids, if that's with my natural hair, if that's with any damn thing, you're going to see my taco meat. You're going to see my shrinkage. I'm not going to be blowing out my hair because I care that much about length because I'm like, oh, I fear because people do hyper masculinized black women. I fear if I have shorter hair, I'll look like X, Y, or Z. No. If they shrink up to my eyebrows, what you going to do? If I look a little bad, well, what are you going to do? Exactly. I am ultimately in control of my life, so I govern the rules for how it is ran, which further means I govern the ways that I view morality, beauty, peace, love, self-care, etc. Now, don't scoop my word, and I've said that before because that comes from my mother, very southern, old, black saying. Don't scoop my word and just be out here acting like boo-boo the fool. And sometimes I do a little bit myself. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. But we are learning balance. And that's also a very big lesson that I am trying to incorporate into my everyday life is finding a bit of harmony. Yes, sometimes I do want the slick. I want it slick down, slick Rick, whatever the heck you want to call it. Rico Swap. I want it slicked all the way down. Sometimes I do want the length. I, I will blow the hair out and I will I will have some inches and I'll embrace those. But at the same time, that's called duality. At the same time, I also will be able to go outside, not slit, hairs touching the top of my ears, and I won't care. It's really just that simple. And it's so easy to get caught up in your physical body, especially in the era of social media Y'all know I can make a whole episode on this alone. I can make a whole entire episode talking about the impacts of social media on black women, on the image of black people, on the overrepresentation of black people negatively in the media. But I will not go there today. 
because I'm going to be up until 4 o'clock in the morning looking crazy, eyes bucked out, red, just manic and, and not right. So, like, I'm not going to do that today. We'll say that for a different time. But we as black people serve a greater purpose than our quote-unquote aesthetic. I hate that word. I hate when people say aesthetic. Black people are just black people. Why are we associating? It's just, it's an ego thing. Our egos are very, very good at associating things that we do not understand with words because it makes things malleable for us to get. So if you see a black girl, like a black girl with an afro, like a, they're like, oh, Erica Badu, you're a Lauren Hill. You're the, I get, no. I am simply just a black girl. Why is it so important that you label me as something? Because it's very hard for some people to understand and and really get that I am versatile. Black people are versatile. Just because we look one day one way one day does not mean that we are just a self, this overall encompassing thing. We are literally just fluid beings. So let us do that. Release us from the expectations of what you think black people should act like. And remember that we are human. Um, anyway, I just rolled my eyes so hard it almost fell out my freaking head. But we are more than our aesthetics and our looks. We are. Don't get me wrong, though. We are the blueprint. We make and then they copy. Yeah. But there are so many other important things about us that don't involve our hair or any beauty standard. And something that I try to affirm myself with when I begin to hyperfixate on my physical appearance and my exterior is that I aspire to be like a tree. And I know you like, girl, this woman done lost her damn mind. She is on here talking about trees. Baby, are you high? The answer is no, I am not. Um, but the reason that I say that is because trees are beautiful. To me, they are very beautiful. Um, they're abundant. They change with the season. They're very adaptable to their climate. So they're constantly having to readjust to their environment, which is something that I very much achieve to do because I want to, as a human, be as flexible and fluid as possible because that is my definition of the best way to experience life is being able to embrace redirection high last episode being able to embrace change and moving forward that's what really makes a human have an enriched experience to me um but they just serve such a greater purpose they serve such a bigger purpose in our ecosystem through providing us with oxygen and keeping nature in balance. And I tell myself, I serve a greater purpose outside of my physical exterior, even if that does not include servicing others. I know it is very, very, very common for Black people to be put at the forefront of servicing, at the forefront of doing things for others, but you merely serve a purpose for just existing. There is a reason why you are here on this planet right now that has nothing to do with what you can produce or make or better for other people. It is literally just as simple as you are 
serving a greater purpose because you are. Like, you're just existing. That's it. So, just so you know, I serve a greater purpose merely from just existing, and so do you. So, I hope you all enjoyed this little six-week touch-up retwist appointment that we just had. It was very short. It was very sweet. But I wanted to just put that message out into the universe and allow others to take what they will from it or just laugh at me in all of my late night chaoticness. <laughs> um, I love you all and I will talk to you later. Bye.